The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello everyone, welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Stephanie. And welcome to this terrific Tuesday. I am flying solo. Heidi is traveling, and so she will not be on the show tonight. But I have asked a couple. We Our guests tonight are the Cryptovania crew. We, I have Tommy Cooper and Jason Trost. Hi, guys. Good evening. Welcome hey, in. On this, you know, so Sherry is calling it a troublesome Tuesday. Yes, I think she means... Me and you two specifically without Heidi here <laughs> to intervene, moderate maybe. Um, but also it is a, for all of our metaphysical peeps, as you know, it's Mercury's in retrograde. So I hope everything is cool. You know, last week we had a little bit of trouble with our astrologer, Triana. Um, halfway through the show, she got cut off and we kept getting a, we kept getting her voicemail. So... <laughs> And we laughed because we said, well, you know what? It is uh, Mercury retrograde. Um, And it's a full moon. It's the full wolf moon, which is awesome. So if you can get out there and have a look at that moon, she is beautiful. So how are you guys? We're doing good. I'm doing good, at least. How about you, Tommy? Doing good. Thanks, Steph. Yeah. Welcome in. So... I hear you guys all got a lot of snow. Sarge was telling me, and then you guys got like Minnesota weather down there. Yes, yes, we did. Uh, it was, uh, we went to bed, and the next day uh, we got up and we had about 20 inches of snow on the ground. So it was peculiar. Oh my God, that is funny. Well, now you know what it feels like in Minnesota. Just saying. <laughs> Sometimes we wake yep. up to that, or sometimes we wake up to days where it's, um, like I was telling Jason before the show, it was 43 degrees, and tomorrow it's going to be below zero. So, ooh, you know, within a few hours. This um, was our good snow of the year, actually. Um, and we've had, we have had very, very little snow, actually. And then uh, we, it, it came in pretty good. And we should, we should be, uh, we expect it to be pretty cold for the next week or so here um, in Northwest PA. Yeah. Yeah, wow. so winter's here. It's gonna be it's gonna be good Bigfoot and weather. I love Bigfoot and when it's this kind of weather. You know, the girls and I were out this past weekend. We I have pictures that I just haven't been able to post yet, but 
Yeah, we found some pretty cool stuff. It's hard to walk, though. It's hard to trek through that snow. You know, honestly, your legs feel like especially, you're going to die. <laughs> especially when your legs are so short. Okay, enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, absolutely true. I know, and Carrie's really tall. So Carrie's, you know, like six feet, and then there's me and Katie, and we're at like five three, And, yeah, she was, like, way ahead of us. But... <laughs> But it's fun. Winter is my favorite time to squatch, as you guys know. So, and I think you were out this past weekend too, Tommy, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, it was really great. I tried to get out before the snow actually came in, and uh, I had some some luck. I saw some uh, tree structures and uh, things like that. I had some people report to me about some tracks and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was it was a good day. Yeah, yeah, love it, love it. Well, first of all, I have to say you guys are movie stars with the new Ryan Cavaline movie out, right? Mountain Devil <laughs> 3. <laughs> yes. He somehow he somehow managed to make us look cool. <laughs> hey, you guys are cool. <laughs> cool in a small town. Well, yeah, and, yeah. But you guys, weren't you in one of his movies before? Or am I thinking yes. of somebody else? Yeah. Yes, we were in uh, Mountain Devil too. Um, in Mountain Devil too, he's uh, he he goes around the state talking to a couple of different uh, Bigfoot researchers and such, and comes to Cryptovania and gets our uh, gets our input. Um, and then the same thing in in uh, Mountain Devil Three, where he's exploring the uh, the UFO and alien connection to Bigfoot. And he comes and talks to us and uh, and films us in, in TRT Studios. Uh, and uh, and and it's it's only a very it's a small part, but you're you. It it makes you feel good to be a part of it, and, and you know when you you bring it home, you bring the DVD home, and you you pop it in, and and uh, you, you you go through, and then you're like, oh, here it is, and you're like, I stole the show, and uh, it's <laughs> it's you know it, it's really fun, and then when you and then we've come across some of the other people that have been in it and, uh, and, and including Bill Robertson, who was the main star of, of the last one. And, uh, you know, you need, you were like, we were in mountain devil too. And he's like, Oh yeah, well I started in it. Oh, you did, you know, it, and it's, it's really cool. It's really awesome. And, uh, we really like those guys and, uh, we really like being a part of those, those kind of projects. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that, that creative energy that they bring and stuff, both Tommy and I are, are very addicted to that. We really enjoy that, and um, and that's that's really a so it, it's really kind of a, a fun thing for us, and especially for our standpoint with Cryptovania, we really embrace the entertainment side of Bigfoot along with the uh, the research side of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and now we can say that uh, Stan Gordon is one of our colleagues. Y- yes. Yes. Yeah, he is also uh, one of the people that's uh, interviewed in this uh, in, in Mount Devil Three. Um, you know, he's our our, uh, our contemporary there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you know, the 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 one person that's in there, Eric Altman. I uh, saw him at the uh, Sasquatch Triangle Conference, and uh, I was so geeked out when I saw him there. I couldn't even go and say hi to him. Because I was like, oh, I'll just I'll catch him later, and all this and that. Oh man. <laughs> oh come on you just got to go up and say hello 
it's just like it's just like when you're a kid and you and you and, and you 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 idolize people that that maybe athletes and stuff, but then suddenly you know they, they start kind of you start doing projects with them and stuff. It's 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 like playing catch with Reggie Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's fun stuff, That's isn't a, it? You know, like the, the the day I met Meldrum at uh, over at Salt Fork over there. I mean. I was like a little girl, man. I, I didn't know what to do. It, it didn't it take you a long time to build up the the the, uh, the gumption to finally go up and, and talk yeah. to him. And stuff? I, I I had to walk by him like five times before I could even stop and say hi to him. Tommy, I can't believe that. <laughs> I know. You just I don't know. seem like the shy guy to me. Oh, <laughs> um, I was starstruck. Oh hmm. my goodness, that is so funny. I mean, I these guys, these guys like uh, like Meldrum, um, you know, I've spent my entire life watching them on TV and stuff. And like, there he is. I'm like, holy cow, there he is. I can go say hi to him. Yes. I might not. I might just walk around and think about it first. <laughs> well, you know, you get kind of starstruck. The only one that I was like that with was Joan Jet and I remember Casey and I went to got backstage. Oh gosh, this was like ten years ago, you guys. And for the very first time, and it was all Casey's doing. I'm not really sure how she got us back there, but she did. And we got back there, and Joan's tour manager said there will be no autographs. You can talk to Joan. We'll take your picture, and that's it. And this was like the whole group, right? And so we get up there, and here's what Casey does. Joan says, "Hi, I'm Joan," and Casey said. I'm Casey. And she said, well, how are you? And she said, well, your manager said I couldn't get an autograph and I really wanted you to sign my arms so I could get a tattoo. And Joan just looked at her and I'm like, oh my God, you know, and, and, and she's like, we'll do it after the show. And she did. That was the awesome thing about it, you know, and that was the beginning of something fun. You know, for years we chased, you know, we ran around with Joan Jett and the Blackhearts and it was so fun. But I remember that was my very first time of meeting anybody famous. And I was like, oh, my God, this is really her. <laughs> and you got to break the rules. With her. And we got to break the rules. Yes. Yes. And we came, you know, and I don't know if that endeared us to add her manager. But, man, he let he, we became really good friends. So that's awesome. Did, That's awesome. did did Casey get the tattoo? Yep. Yep. She's oh got my it. gosh. She's got it on her oh. whole uh arm between her wrist and her elbow on the inside of the arm and it takes up the whole space. And um I remember we saw her like 5 months later or something and we were backstage again and she she looked at her arm and she said, "Oh my god, that looks like I just did it in Sharpie. That is awesome." You know, and she was just so she said and I remember she said, "You're effing nuts in a good way in a good way how did you end up backstage there the first time you know Casey when Casey sets her mind to something she gets it done and she met somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew Ed the manager and so somehow she finagled us backstage you know and it was just like I said for I don't know many years we went to I don't know how many concerts a year and and they gave us tickets they gave us rooms at the, at the places you know they always had one that was 
the name on it was just in case, you know, just in case. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was really fun. And I don't, I'm not really sure why all that. I think we just got busy and other things happened. You know what I mean? But I haven't seen we haven't seen them now for a few years. We kind of need to go see her. But, um, yeah, it was fun. But that was my big, oh, my God, moment, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mine would have been, uh, we, we got to interview John McAfee and, um, that, that was, uh, that was a heck of an experience. And a lot of times they say that you, you shouldn't meet your idol because they won't live up to the expectations. Mm-hmm. And he was everything I imagined and so much more. And I did such a horrible job interviewing. I was just, I was just so starstruck and so mm-hmm. happy to, to, to be on there. And when when the the Zoom meeting announcement came up that said John McAfee has joined your meeting, I was just like, oh my God, John McAfee has joined my meeting. And I thought, oh geez, I wonder how many CIA agents have joined my meeting now too, you know? And (laughs) it was it was was something else. And and I've I've rewatched it several times and, and. making clips and such and i'm always like embarrassed at my own performance because i was just so i was so geeked out and um and and and, and in a lot of ways that kind of even makes it even all the better because he did not disappoint he even lectured me for not quite for not uh not being prepared enough to you know move on And, and i had said well, what would you like to talk about and he's like well this is your interview and i was like oh my god just gotta chewed me out a little bit and that's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. But it is, I know what you mean. It's great when you meet people like, you know, we met the girls of heart, you know, the Wilson sisters too, not too long ago, a few years back. They were with Joan and we were all backstage. So we got to go see them too. Um, they're not very nice. Can I just say? <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I really, really like them. I love Annie Wilson. And I tell you what, she was just like, a statue you know it was like she had nothing to say she was cold and you know she just was so unlike Joan I mean Joan is like you know huggy huggy you know and and these two are just like awesome I don't know anyhow yeah I agree never meet your idols so maybe I'm done with that now Joan was it (laughs) mine went well mine went well I was really happy with that yeah yeah. But Bigfoot people, you, know, so some- you guys, you know, we've met so many of them, you know, and they're so, f- I've found them all to be very charming and wonderful and full of good advice. I mean, haven't you really, the ones that you've met? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, everybody I've ever met has been outstanding. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's just a matter of me going and meeting them. I'm like, oh, you know, I just can't walk over there and meet them. I'm just, I'm too self-centered or uh, too comforted too yeah you know i'm you're too, shy i can't do it yes yes but or you're too not self-conscious. shy <laughs> yeah yeah too self-conscious i mean i just can't go over there <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well so okay so talking about bigfoot movies i know you guys wanted to talk about jason was talking about favorite bigfoot shows movies etc what are you guys' favorite things? Which ones? How about I'll lead off? Yeah. Jason likes Harry and the Hendersons, I think. I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> one, of my, 
one of my absolute favorites is a uh, blood of Oma made by Paul Gorman and Matty G TV. And it's a, it's a, uh, indie film. Um, and they're the, the same people that, that we, our first film project that we ever got to be a part of with, um, they made the blood of Oma a few years, probably 10 years before that. And, Watching that, I was enthralled, and I was enthralled that friends of mine had had made it, and it's really what kind of inspired me to start wanting to make Bigfoot and paranormal content. And um, and you know, prior to us working with with the, the the Gormans, you know, we were just we were big fans, and then we we got to be a part of people that were making making movies and we really loved it but blood of oma with uh with angelina uh lee is is my uh my number one uh awesome. choice for favorite awesome you know Abby? and i'm more i'm more of a documentary guy so mm-hmm. i just like i'm just a i live it every night like every night i watch documentaries all night long so i really can't even say i do have a favorite but uh Probably Mountain Devil, I would say. That's a that's a fictitious. That's kind of a fictitious one. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Uh, Walking with the Wild Man, the Irish Bigfoot. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a, you know, that's a especially that's it's a it's a good documentary and it's got fantastic lighting. Um, and and we've we've often talked about how um, uh, Chris Dawson is a master uh, uh, with 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 lighting. It's it. It, and, and I think he has he has a good subject there in Ireland, um, and uh, it it's lives up to its name. It's very green, and uh, th- that's a that's a huge favorite of mine. There is is walking with the wild man, and it's available on uh, on uh, Cryptovania Roku. Both that's it nice. and Blood of Oma actually are. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, that's another thing about Blood of Oma. We uh, Paul Gorman made us a, a special. Uh, uh, TV 13 version of, of the movie and did some editing to, to make it fit our, uh, our family, our family, uh, oriented, uh, programming. And we're the only ones that he did that for. And that so cool? we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We feel very, very, very satisfied that we got our, our own version, you know, and, and tailored to our needs. And, and that, that's really cool. You know, not only does he said, you know, you can have have use our content, but we're going to do this for you and make it so it, it fits your. Everybody can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's that's no small thing either. A, a director, producer, any kind of, like to to go and give their baby a haircut for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Well, and Cryptovania has just got so much content. You know, anybody's out there who's out there listening, go if you have Roku. Go to Cryptovania TV. I mean, you know what I like, too, are your little short little like five minutes of different little snippets of what is Bigfoot and cryptids and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. you have some really cool stuff out there, you know. Um, you. We appreciate that. Awesome. So everyone go to Cryptovania TV and you might even see Steffi Jean out there somewhere. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> 600 <laughs> chances. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. 
So Jerry in the chat room is saying his favorite talking about TV series was The Legend of the Hairy Beast in 2008. Okay, I don't remember what that one was. Monster Quest TV series. On, it was, on, it was hmm. on Monster Quest. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. would be. Um, yeah. one, one that came up recently in the Cryptovania Facebook group was the, um, the, the, I think is it the secret of big man or of, of Bigfoot in, uh, the $6 million man. I saw that. I didn't watch yeah. it, but I, I saw that. That's, that's I think that's what that it was. Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. Bruce so What's you guys, that? so, okay. Bruce so, Pratt ended up. Really? Yes. Yes. Do you yes. think do you think they modeled Chewbacca out from a Bigfoot for Star Wars? Mm-hmm. It sure seems like it. Even yeah. the uh, <laughs> even the vocalations seem kind of almost chattered or like 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 the samurai chatter type, you know? Yeah, like the gibberish that we hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is cool. Cool thought, right? Uh huh. And and. You know, yes, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think it is modeled after and, Bigfoot. So. And also, it has a uh, Chewbacca has a very good uh, family bond with the others too. Mhm, mhm. He does. Kind of like it's, you know, um, Harry and the Hendersons, kind of sort of. <laughs> I'm just saying. There you go. <laughs> so, okay, I got to ask it. Uh-huh. What about the Patterson footage? Oh, speaking of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just had to. I just had to. Uh, that, I love it. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> you two you are know, firm believers that, that that it's a real, it's real footage. Yes, I am. Yes. Um, you know who else is, who is, who uh, goes on along the same uh, thinking as your, you as Stacy Brown. Um, uh, really, he does not. He kind of denigrates. It. He feels that it's uh, like yourself. The uh, it is somebody in a suit. Yes, yeah, and he does focus a little on the booty, like you have uh, in mm-hmm. uh, um, some of our too much in the booty. Can I just say too much going on back there? <laughs> it looks like a pillow. <laughs> you know, I I say this. Um, we have photos, videos, footprints, DNA evidence, the fossil record, and eyewitnesses on every continent. Skeptics say it's a man in a costume. <laughs> no way do I believe that. I do not believe that. I don't know. You know, it, you know, it's just it's a big controversy, and I think there's there's researchers out there. <laughs> who believe it's true. I think there's probably more who believe it's real than not. I'm just saying it's, it's the bus oh, yeah. that gets me, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, one of the interesting details of that film um, that MK Davis has, has uh, looked at is he feels that very early on in the, in the, in the footage that she actually walks out of a portal and that you're actually catching her materialize, um, and and he makes a pretty pretty convincing case. Um, he really he's he does a really good job of laying some things out that really go down some rabbit holes. Um, mm-hmm. But that but that that's one of my favorite uh, little details of that 
of that patty film is it appears that at the when it it pans and then kind of pans back but she either is materialized or put in there but it it, it's she's not there in actually the first couple frames and she and she kind of comes out of something well you know what we say about bigfoots we think that they're um interdimensional right maybe she just popped in Mm mm-hmm yeah, but you know. guys have you guys have also heard the stories, right, about how Patterson and Gimlin happened to be there when there were these fire these these shooters, expert shooters there to shoot down and kill this colony of Bigfoots or this clan of Bigfoots that was bothering the highway crews, and that Patty was looking for her dead baby that was buried close to there. And I mean, there have been eyewitnesses. This woman, I mean, I've heard her story. I mean, oh, it's sure. pretty. It's pretty, it's pretty, you know, mm-hmm. I can't think of the word I'm trying to say, but it's amazing, you know. It's a, it is an intriguing story. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and there's some, there's some good rabbit holes to be explored there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if the government is doing this, well, we've always said, how many of us have said the government knows way more than what they're saying, you know, and there's also the the theory is that you should never tell a certain organization where you're seeing Bigfoot because they go out there and they kill him. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that too. So, you know, we never tell anybody where we are ever, ever, you know, and I, I don't, I don't know that you guys do either, you know, might have a general area no. because people always want to know. So we'll say, Chippewa National Forest, but you know the Chippewa National Forest is millions of acres, so it could be anywhere up there. Yeah, it's like you know? the Alle- yeah, it's like the Allegheny here. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. So I don't know. There's just there's a lot of suspicion, a lot of stories out there. Who knows if they're true or not? I mean, we don't have definite proof. That's for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. I know. I I know that I definitely don't want to believe. That the uh, the there was a, a a bunch of Bigfoots getting killed there. I don't want that that one to be true. No, me either. You know, and, and so you know, I I I do find that the evidence is kind of intriguing and stuff. But you're like, well, I pretty much hope that one's not true. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, Dave in the chat room is saying he just watched an interview with a research researcher who is convinced that Bigfoot is human. According to some of our native legends, thesis are a tribe who simply chose not to join society. You know, what's interesting about that is I have a native researcher friend from northern Minnesota who says that same thing. He believes that they're a tribe of humans that states keep to themselves and they never show themselves. Well, they try not to, right? So up in the air, guys, we really don't know what Bigfoot is. So would that be kind of like a a wild man type thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're super big, like giants. But but that's what he said. And I remember when he told me that, I was really surprised. I'm like, really? And he said, yep, I believe that they're just um, another race of natives First Nations kind of people, tribes that um, stay hidden and have learned how to conceal themselves. That's that's I, interesting. 
it's kind of kind of like uh, uh, some people are 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 very convinced that that it's uh it's you know that the flesh and blood the uh, you know mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. coming from a a, a well evolved ape um, where mm-hmm. where that's more of a a more ops humans that's interesting yeah yeah and you know you guys uh, Corky is in the chat room from Corky's He's, research we know oh, him. hey Cork. Um, yeah. and he's saying, he's saying that, uh, you know, Bigfoot is a hybrid human. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. If, if you want to go to a place that has, uh, some activity, Corky knows a place you can go because, yep. uh, there is definitely a lot of action around mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I'm glad, you're, I'm glad he's on. This is fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, you should you should see the video that Cork has. Uh, there's one that runs across right right in front of the fire and stuff at night. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That is quite a convincing video. Yep. Speaking yep. of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. He's he's got some good stuff. And Tommy, we entered. Well, you were there when we did a, one of the shows. Yes. And that was a crazy yes. wild show. <laughs> Yeah. And it was very fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, Dave is saying, you know, believe it or not, some of, some of them just don't want to hang out with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and We're with used that, to that, you know what? <laughs> We're 30 minutes past the hour, so we are going to go to commercial break. This is uh, the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. Geek ladies charmed and Victoria from exploring the paranormal with Geeks Paranormal are at it again with another amazing season full of paranormal celebrity interviews with amazing guests and stories of haunted locations and so much more. You will hear it first on Para-X. Tune in Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central. You will not be disappointed. Juarez with Cat Paranormal of Minnesota. And I'm Jerry Ayers with Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. And together, we are The Calling. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on ParaXRadioNetwork.com. at home, at work, or anywhere. Thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on this Tuesday evening. And I am here with Jason Trost and Tommy Cooper of Cryptovania. And we've had a lively chat about a lot of things. Movies, 
rock stars. Most recently, though, we're talking about Bigfoot and just what Bigfoot is. What do you guys think? Tommy? Well, I think that Bigfoot is Nephilim. That's honestly what I, I think. And uh, I that's really about the uh, the thing I believe the most in it is uh, it's Nephilim. And it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. Would that be that, would that be along the lines of Corky and the uh, the hybrid then theory? I Is, think I think I, it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Nephilim is is basically is, it's a it's a hybrid of humans and angels, angels right? Or upper beings? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It'd be an angel father and a human woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, that's I think that that's why some people have it has uh, they have uh, certain properties that they they install. Um, some of them are more paranormal, and some of them aren't that paranormal. And uh, I think that's what it's about. That's that's kind of that's inter- that's kind of interesting. Now, do you um the, the, on on the hybrid theory because it, it and the nephilim and and it and it can involve the uh the same with um interdimensional and still be nephilim yep yes it can yep that that's interesting i'm kind of along the same kind of uh but belief in that in and that i feel that there's an alien connection and some kind of dna connection and i'm not sure if maybe Bigfoot are cousins to us, or we're cousins to aliens. Um, there's just seems to be there. There's there's something there in that in that that triangle. Um, and, and it, I I believe that my too. I think that there's see, something. There too. This is this is where I can blow your mind. I think that they're aliens and they're angels. I think that they're possibly demons. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. That's what I think the alien abductions are, sort of. So, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Not so. Not necessarily always uh, uh, friendly terms. Then. Yeah, like the anal probe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Here we go with the alien probes. <laughs> so. So Sherry is saying, could Bigfoot be a survivor race from Earth, but from a prior age of civilization when Earth was wiped of life? Like, are we thinking the Great Flood? I don't know. That that's kind of that, that's an interesting one too because it it's possible that we were put here or developed about six thousand years ago, and that there was already races similar to us here you know and maybe they are the the remnants of of that mm-hmm. yeah hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that points to a lot of history that points to something happening about six thousand years ago mm-hmm. um and and that's possible you know and, and maybe they are the the remnants and we're relative newcomers to the to an ancient rock. 
Well, it could be, you know, but what about, okay, so like Dave is saying, some say he's a leftover from the prehistoric age, which is kind of the same thing. Um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of thought that Bigfoot and little people are interrelated, right? So, you know, I've been out in the woods and I've seen little people. I have not seen a squatch yet, but I keep thinking maybe when I see a little person, maybe someday I'll see a squatch. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. like the First Nations people truly believe that they're interconnected somehow. We have, a, we have a friend that uh, that is Seneca um, that has done a lot of work um, documenting uh, mounds and graves. And they ha- he's told us stories of coming across um, skeletons and stuff that are very small. And he said, not babies. Mm-hmm. They were, and they claim those as, as Seneca. Um, and, and, you know, you know, for them, that's, you know, and, and it's funny because he's not really a, a believer in Bigfoot. Um, he mm-hmm. kind of thinks that that's kind of something that, you know, we've kind of developed ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. But he would, they will emphatically um, claim, you know, little people as, as Seneca and, and try and, and get their protection for their sites if they, when, they, when they've come across them. And he said he's, he's you know, fully developed um, skeletons yeah. like two feet t- two feet in length. And he said, "Not babies, you know, skeletons." And, and, and they uh, they emphatic. I can't remember the name that they had for the the, the little people, but um, they they did they he claims those as as uh, theirs. Mm-hmm. As Senate. well, you know, the Dakota people. Like we've had Chief Elkhart running on the gathering, and we've also had him on our Cryptovania show. Um, but I remember he talked because I told him I talked, I've talked to him extensively off, you know, this and stuff too. And I told him what I saw and he said, that's a little person. And, you know, they're related to Bigfoot and we have them all around where he lives out there. And I believe he talked to us about that a little bit, Tommy, right? Um, yes. Because he sees Bigfoot a lot out there where he lives mm-hmm. and, um, and little people as well. You know, he has a crazy story mm-hmm. about a little person, you know, in the van with his son and stuff, you know. So, yep. yeah, I don't know. There's just, there's so many, there's just so many things out there. Um, you know, uh, we we had the opportunity to uh, go out in the woods with uh, Dwight Campbell and uh, mm-hmm. Robin Moonshadow. And uh, she is a First Nations person and all this kind of thing. And, that's really what she was doing the whole time she was out there. She was looking for the tracks of little, little mm-hmm. people and uh, she was having some success. Mm-hmm. Yep. And same with, and so, you, know, you know, one of the things, one of the things uh, that chief told us was that you never look at them with your eyes. You look at them with your peripheral vision and you'll be able to see them, mm-hmm. which is the other thing. So, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, here's an interesting tidbit on on, on a possible uh, native stories um, in a book written by Peter Matheson, where he was um, he wrote a book about uh, Leonard Peltier, and part of that he came across um, some stories about Bigfoot and the Hairy Man, and 
at one point he gets told us a, a, a story that about the possibility of, of that we actually released um, Bigfoot as a spirit with the uranium mining out west, and mm. you know, and almost, and, and it really sticks in my mind because almost every other um, native or First Nation story, you're they're at least on on neutral, if not friendly terms. And and so it was kind of interesting to see, you know, from a possibility where some might see it as as uh, something that was that was negative and and released by uh, by our activities. Um, and so that really kind of stuck out as something that was kind of goes against the, the normal grain of, of, of the storytelling. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, this is why we're in this research, though, right? Because we just don't know. We don't know. And every time we go out in the field, we come up with more questions than answers, right? That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why it's kind of fun with the uh, the movies and the cinema and, and stuff like that, too. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because it's, you know, you can just yeah. about anything goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's what I love about it, too, because uh, going out looking for Bigfoot or whatever you want to do, researching this and that. It's so much better than working on somebody's car. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Give me the trees any day. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the stories, you know, mm-hmm. you know, as, yeah. you know, the night, you know, reading and surfing. Um, it, it, it's, it's kind of fun. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so what do you, you know, Go ahead. We've met so many people like Jason and I have, we've taken met so many people from across the board that uh, they, they feel it necessary to come uh, make us uh, confident. And uh, they, uh, they tell us their stories and all this and that. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Fun, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> to be in somebody's, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's very flattering too that that mm-hmm. some people share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And what we found is, you know, when we do our squatch chats, it's funny because people will just kind of sit back and look at you, and then they decide to trust you, and then wow, the stories come out, you know. And it's it's it is it's very flattering to hear to to have that trust, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So tell us about what Cryptovania is working on and what's going on. I know you guys have been crazy busy. So what's shaken? Well, uh, there's so many conferences coming up this year. Man, I don't know where we're going to start. Mm-hmm. There's conferences like everywhere. Like now that COVID seems to be over. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And and um, we, we were looking to this winter started getting some more footage on our, our, our Nebraska bridge project, which we've been working on and off for, for about three years now. Um, and we keep getting to add little chapters and such. And, uh, uh, Sunday I was able to go there and, and do a little bit of activity there. And, um, winter time is kind of a, a good time for us to explore that project because a part of the Nebraska bridge project is exploring, the history of a town that doesn't exist and it's just mm-hmm. any um and it used to be a, a bustling huge uh a, a big part uh, or, or a, a big town actually 
Um, one of at one point it was one of only three towns in America that had um, natural gas uh, for heating in the houses because um, mm-hmm. we actually have a lot of a lot of gas here near the surface, um, and the entire town's gone now. Um, but there's still uh, foundation stones along the uh, the hillside, and now that stuff is you know is you've got the snow beating down the the, the brush and stuff. It's a good time for us to uh, go tromping through and try and find these these foundation stones and we've got some maps to go with um because we'd like to find one particular house in in uh, this little town um of a a a boy named harry combs who in 1911 threw a message in a bottle um and he threw it in a tyanesta creek at nebraska bridge and it was eventually found in the mid '60s by a, by a, a, a canoeer, a, a teenage a teenager that was canoeing, and he found it on the Allegheny. Uh, Tyanesta flows into the Allegheny, and he opened up this bottle, and there was the uh, the message in the bottle from Henry Combs saying that I threw this in, and I throwed this in the creek, uh, and and dated I think it was 1911, and. Uh, he kept it for he's kept it all this time. Um, it's one of his prized possessions. Mm-hmm. And we were when we started our Nebraska Bridge project, um, we got a little bit of uh, internet buzz from uh, some of like the internet newspapers, and then even the local newspaper here did so did something about it. And Nebraska Bridge has this where the where the the old town is. Has quite a following, and somebody made some Nebraska Bridge jewelry and had it for sale at a, a, a festival. And this guy that has the message in a bottle saw this stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I love Nebraska Bridge. I've never been there, but I have this message in a bottle." And they they said, "Well, you should get a hold of the guys from Cryptovania. They're you know they they know quite a bit of Nebraska, and they have the the, the Nebraska group." And so he uh, he approached me and. Eventually, we we got together, and he showed me this this message in in a bottle, and he still has the old pop bottle. It's like with the, you know the cork flip top, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and, and it's really really something special. He's he's got this uh, you know message in a bottle that was thrown in the in the creek over a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and so then when we've gone through the uh, the history of the town, we found where his dad. We found on the map, at least, where his dad lived, and so we're going to try and uh, uh, we're going to try and find uh, Henry Combs's house, and mm-hmm. uh, it'll be kind of a, one of our ties of, on this timeline from 1911 to the 60s to to nowadays, um, and the history of this town that no longer exists, but at one point was a, a very bustling town responsible for more than one boom. Well, what happened? So, what happened to it? It just died out, or what? It it died out, and then they um, Pittsburgh, which is a, a couple hours uh, south of us, um, had some massive flooding in the uh, the twenty late twenties or early thirties, um, and so a, a part of the uh, the the projects during the depression. They, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers built a series of, of dams and lakes up here to help control the flooding in Pittsburgh. And so now quite often um, the town of, that used to exist at Nebraska is underwater, uh, is well underwater. 
Um, and by then it, it had already started to kind of die out. Um, anyway, it was, it was, but it, it, so it was kind of a flash in the pan for about 80 years and then it, it no longer. Um, or a normal activity there? Um, yeah, actually, um, there's a, there's a little bit of actually paranormal, both Bigfoot, some odd UFOs and structures. And then, um, our, our buddy Bob Pringle wrote a book about um, a, nat- uh, a, a native uh, spirit that's uh, that, or um, it's a. I can't remember exactly how it went, but it it, it it's it, it's a a paranormal thing uh, with mm-hmm. Nebraska Bridge, and mm-hmm. uh, it's yeah Interesting. yeah yeah and and it's and so that's kind of something that we're gonna be doing this winter because the the conditions are ripe for it. Mm-hmm. And we'd really like to find, we'd yeah. like to find Henry Combs uh, home and, and and take some some film of the uh, the what the river what the uh, the creek looks like from there. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can probably find a lot more in the winter as long as there's no snow. But that snow will melt, won't it? I mean, you guys don't keep it around oh, yeah. like Minnesota. No, yeah. no, it'll be yeah. If it's yeah. here more than two weeks, then that that yeah. you know that'll be a cold snap for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but in the summertime, it's it's a really brushy hillside, um, and so it's it's really difficult in the summer. So it's kind of something that that begs mm-hmm. for some time action. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, it's kind of a good place for Bigfoot too. Yes, yeah, yeah. We do actually have a, a an episode of Zero Squatch Thirty that that takes place um, right there in Nebraska. Um, uh, a friend of ours is uh, basically escorted out of the woods by uh, by some chatter from two of them. Right. Um, and yeah, yeah, he he says he didn't run, but he didn't dilly dally, and he felt that that was uh, <laughs> that was their intention. And uh, yeah, yeah, and that's actually one of the chapters for us in the uh, what we call the Nebraska verses. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's fun. So, okay, so Sherry's mentioning Mothman. What do you guys think of Mothman quick? Because we got to bring I, that up. We do talk about Mothman occasionally, too. I, I don't know. That's, we get, we get a lot of weird bird type like things, like both Batman and Mothman type thing. It's, it's a kind of a, it's kind of a, a weird one because for me, I used to dismiss that as, as, just nothing and we've gotten so many reports that i don't know there's something there there's something there i think he's like the angel of death yes me too i don't ever want to see the mock man never never i i I talked to a husband and wife that saw the mothman like it was flying down the road Mm -hmm. right over his truck and he's like he's like yeah Give me a pencil. I'll draw you a sketch of it. And he drew me a sketch of it. And I was like, "Holy cow!" And I mean, that was exactly yeah. what you would have thought that he looked like, man. Did anything <laughs> bad happen to them after that? No, it, he was just he was driving like through Ohio, and like he he nothing really happened to him. So yeah, mm-hmm. well, but, that's but he, good. Luckily, <laughs> he did luckily, say that there was some. He did say that the newspaper did did carry some reports. From that area, that yeah. uh, that there people saw something weird flying, and uh, he got a real good look at it though. Yeah, because yeah. it, it kind of like came from 
beneath them and it gave them like a, a full profile as it as it swooped and and okay. went over the road there. I would be scared to death, you guys, of that one. For sure. For sure. For oh, sure. Oh yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, remember the Mothman prophecies? That's like one of my most favorite movies. <laughs> Every once in oh, a while yeah. I watch it again. And I remember when I when it first came out, I went with my brother Chris to see it. And I remember when we got out of the theater, he looked at me and he said Man, I hope one of them Mothman never comes to visit me. <laughs> I said, yeah, me neither. <laughs> and I know Heidi is always saying she would love to look for a Mothman. And I'm like, yeah, you go right ahead. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm out of that one. <laughs> but yeah, so I would, think. Uh, would Mothman prophecy be uh, near the top of the list for uh, top paranormal cinema for you? I do like that one a lot. Yes, I do. Yes, and I still, Casey and I just watched it maybe a month ago, I think, and we, I, I think, I can't remember if it was on TV or we actually put the DVD in, but um, yeah, I like that one. That one's a good one. It's just so bizarre, right? It's just so bizarre. Love the yes. time loss. It, it, How do you get from, you know, Washington, D.C. to this small town on the Ohio River in an hour? You know what I mean? And I mean, craziness. Uh-huh. But yeah, the Silver Bridge, you know. Well, it it is kind of like, you know, with Bigfoot, we're like, well, yeah, we know he exists. We're just not real sure what he is. But mm-hmm. that really weird stuff is the Mothman, you it know. Is. Yeah, course. and Dogman. Dogman's the other one. Yeah. Yeah, that's just like, you know, mountain lions or something. Oh, yeah. well, we know about mountain lions. We have them all over up here in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, yeah. In fact, when when we're out in the woods, we're constantly looking up in the trees, making sure they're not up there to pounce on us, you know, because there are quite a few. So we had, uh, we had wild boars got killed here last year. Really? So that was that was unusual for this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crazy. yeah, and it was good size too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's definitely the the possibility that we have a a, a population of. Uh, wild boars uh starting here and it, it's 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 kind of an interesting story too because on it's it's very similar to the lion one where where you know at first it's kind of dismissed as oh just you know people talking but we've seen you know our our friend brought us you know the, the picture and uh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 and it wasn't uh yeah. it wasn't it was a very close-up picture of uh of, of the you know like yeah. two feet away yeah that crazy? Yeah, it, it, and it's it's just like Bigfoot eventually because like like I was the same way with coyotes twenty five years ago. I'd see coyotes all the time, and I'd tell people that, and they're like, "Oh, you're crazy, you're crazy." But you know, someday that's going to be the same thing with Bigfoot. I think. Don't you wonder? Yeah, we have coyotes all over around, even where I am, you know, in the suburbs. So, yeah, but yeah, interesting yeah, actually, stuff. Well, and you know, I've heard about Black Panthers down by you guys too, like down in the Smokies, yeah. down in the Tennessee area. Actually, we have video of one. Do you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's just from about forty-five minutes uh, from from uh, Cryptovania HQ, um, and oh. it's it's a good video. Actually, it's two of them. Actually, there's two. That's awesome. Yeah. And, That's and awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's good and. And he gets real shaky, and, and some people have been like, "Couldn't you hold the uh, the camera?" Oh still? no, try it. Try it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I had the job 
I had to, I had to call that guy. He, he's like, he's basically a kid and I had to call him. And uh, first of all, I had to, I wasn't, I, I wasn't trying to make fun of him and I was trying to really interview him. And boy, that took a long time to convince him of that. And then mm-hmm. once I had him convinced that I wasn't there to do a hit piece, then mm-hmm. he slowly started telling me the rest of it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, mm-hmm. he was scared. He the was trust. he was yeah. scared for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, got to get some business in here. We got to make a plug for the calling radio show tomorrow night and uh, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. They are interviewing Caitlin Powell, who's a spiritual awakenings and how it changed her. That ought to be good. Anyway, that's 8 p.m. tomorrow night right here on the Para-X Radio Network. So, guys, where can people find you? Cryptovania TV on on um, Roku, for sure. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. I know you are. <laughs> but you tell people where you are. <laughs> um, beside, besides the Cryptovania Roku, um, you, we, the Cryptovania Facebook group is, a, kind of a, is a, a, a robust group that involves uh, both Bigfoot and paranormal, as well as country living and adventure, um, everything fun, um, everything that we like, and no politics, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and everybody needs to have manners. And yes. uh, we we and that's a a big part of our thing. And we're in there constantly. We mm-hmm. we both in there daily. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have the the Cryptovania TV page, which has. Uh, a lot of our, our content on there, or at least snippets from, from our content. Um, we have the, the, he said, she said page on, on Facebook, which with, uh, with that. And, um, we put every episode on there. Um, every episode of he said, she said is on there as well as on the, the cryptovania Roku. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're also on Twitter. Um, and, um, and mostly that's just kind of, Twitter is mostly just uh, come see us on Roku or uh, in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are everywhere. I know Tommy asked me one time, who does your Squatchers page? I said, me. I know it's very <laughs> lacking. <sighs> I need you, Jason. I need you to take over that Squatchers page. <laughs> just what he needs is some more work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well... Is there anything else you guys want to say? We have about two minutes left. This has been so fun. You guys need to come back again when Heidi's here so that we can we can both needle you a little bit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I want to say hello to Cork. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was great having a having the Ohio crew here. Mm-hmm. And one of his yes. friends, Barb's Barb is in the chat room as well, and she said she's been at the fire many times. So yeah, the Corky crew is oh, okay. listening as well. So <laughs> awesome sauce. That's cool. That's a, I like I like that chat room on Para X, um, and I I like to come here uh, during some of your episodes, and, and it, it's a good feature. I like it's it. Fun. It's fun. It's fun. We we get and it's it's hard to it's hard for me to read and and talk at the same time. Usually when Heidi and I are both here, we kind of both get it, you know. And then we. <laughs> so I hope I didn't miss too much. For those of you in the chat room, I apologize if I missed anything. Um, but it is what it is, and there is our music. So thank you guys for being on, and thank you everyone for listening. Thanks to the troops. 
Thank you, Sarge, our most amazing producer. And Heidi and I will be back next week, and we will be celebrating our seventh anniversary on Para X. Woohoo! Good night, everyone. Yes.